When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. One pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. That's Lawrence Taylor! Call them every trash, CMT for short. Wonder if we best want you people to score. Up at the crack and dawn, top stories of the morning. While you're yawning, grab your coffee, rise and shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's Rule 76. All right, an update. DNR with you, 98.7 ESPN. It's a, a wickedly cold Wednesday morning out there, but it's Stump Rothenberg Day, which puts people in a, in a very good mood. You went on a, a full search for the missing coffee mug? Yeah. And? Nothing. 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 I, well, I walked in, so I was I was really early this morning. You were really early. I was really early. You were. I walked in, and I looked over, because as I'm walking in the studio, I go by where we have the coffee machine, and I see this, and you said it yesterday, it's just, it's sad. Like this sad white cup yep. just sitting in the coffee machine. It's pathetic. Where RJ's beautiful coffee mug usually sits because he lets it cool off. So he mm-hmm. leaves it there and lets it cool so off. We're 8.30. That's when he and gets I was like, the refill. The you know coffee. what? I'm going to go on a little mission here. I went everywhere. Okay. Did you find the newsroom? <laughs> I found the newsroom. <laughs> okay. I know where RJ's desk is, the clump of de- the clumping of desks. Yep. I tried to go in the conference. That's locked for some reason. The conference room? Yeah, I don't know well, if the- someone's... Well, because someone's probably drawing on the wall in there, the so they're, they're busy. I was everywhere. Out is in there. I'm looking in our little lockers. Nothing. It's gone. Someone, th- someone stole it. Well, at some point now, what you have to do is start dealing with acceptance, if you're RJ. I think we need to I think we need to print up some uh, some missing. Some missing? Yeah. I think we should as well. I think we should hang if around we, the if, office. If we, had an, if we were allowed interns and had an intern, how great would it be if we had the intern print up missing coffee mug, if seen, reward, Whole please, building. please return to... <laughs> With like a picture of RJ with like a real sad face. Uh, I would have been here earlier today, but uh, I was on the sixth floor. You went to the sixth floor? Mm-hmm. Why? Forgot what floor we were on. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know it's early. Yeah. That's I, great. I, I, elevator opened. I was like, this doesn't look at all familiar to me. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't. And I just I, got done. I, I'm not even joking. I just got done telling RJ. We were sitting there. I was, I was taking my little power nap before the show. And I was like, I think there's something wrong with me. My memory is completely gone. I went to the sixth floor. <laughs> I went to the sixth floor. I was walking around. I was like, I don't, this is either something has changed and nobody told me or we moved studio. I'm like, no, no, no. Maybe it's the fourth floor. Went back down to the fourth floor and here we are. Oh, I love it. And well, he, you made it early, it, nice and early. That's right. Would have been here I'm probably too early had I not probably gone too to early. the sixth floor. Yeah, you originally. would have peaked too soon. The best you come in. So what do you guys want to do? Like a uh, pre-show meeting? <laughs> you know, I, had so much, I had so much time. I don't know what to do with all this time. You got we, tennis on today? We got the Australians on. Djokovic is in a, in a real steamy match here. About to lose a set, which is wild. Like you said, you said the lefty kid, he's real good. You have Ben Shelton yep. from University of Florida. He's already won. So there's a lot going on. I mean, 
head coach. It's like head coach carousel now in the NFL. How good is that? Yeah, it's an interesting time, too. And I, we, we talked about this a couple different times. I mean, it's as you go through the the head coaches in the NFL, I'm sure there are some teams that are wondering, like, is is our coach good enough? Right? Like, I mean, you have to. Yeah. yeah. Like, when is the next time you're going to have these never. coaches available? N- never. Do you ever remember a free agent coaching class that's rivaled something like this? Not like this, no. Now, Mike Tomlin's going to go back, which is no surprise to anybody. Unless right? he was just, I mean, unless the report was true, he was just, he needed a break. Maybe. I mean, 17 years is a long run, man. That's a long run. I mean, the, the amount of pressure and time uh, and, and Pittsburgh is a football city. I mean, there's, I think there were people five weeks ago, like, you know, push him out of Pittsburgh. Well, now they're looking at the uh, the lack of playoff success. Right, because they've right. lost, what, five playoff games consecutively? If you want to find a way to move on from a guy, you can find a way to move on from a guy. Right. There's always a, I mean, there's always a way to do it, but, I mean, you have the consistency of 17 years of, of not a losing season. I mean, give me that. I agree with you. So he's going to stay in Pittsburgh for year 18, which really is unbelievable. The fact that they've had three head coaches in my life in my lifetime is one of the most remarkable statistics yeah, I've ever heard in it my really life. Is. But that's, I mean, I know everyone's in a... A rush. There's no patience. Like, if you don't win right away, it's let's get the next guy in here. But there's something to be said about having that kind of consistency. Right. But I think it's, I, I think. Or have some, but, but well, here's here's what I'll say, though, because I know what you're going to say. How do, just, you, how do you know what I'm going to say? Because I, because we've been together long enough. I know what you're going to say. If you have, if you have conviction in what you do, right? Like, I think you're really, like, as far as our business is concerned, I think you're really smart. Okay. Thank if you. If they put you in charge and you're the program director and you go through this entire search for, the next host of your morning show. And in your mind, listen, you know this business, right? And you identify this guy or gal is going to be great. Right. And they struggle in year one and year two. And they give them a long leash. Right, because you have faith in your own decision-making. Correct. It's usually the teams that don't that are like, oh, maybe I didn't pick the right guy. Right. But there's also no, no margin for error now. Like there are, are some owners that are willing to kind of give you a long leash and say, go, go do your thing. But a lot of them, it's just but like- why? The question I would ask is why, though? This is not like the NFL. Are people going to stop showing up at Pittsburgh Steelers games? No one's going to stop showing up at any right. game. Are really. you going to make less money? No. So, I mean, wouldn't of all the major sports, wouldn't be wouldn't this one be the one where you could have more patience with the coaching but I staff? I think these owners are used to... Uh, I mean, a lot of these owners are not football guys, right? Like, you look at David Tepper. He's not a football guy. You look at some of these owners, they're not football guys. And if you go in there yeah, and immediately... Yeah, but Tepper came from Pittsburgh, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen... You know what I mean? But he's a guy that has maybe maybe unrealistic expectations. I mean, he's, fi- he's firing people left and right. He's had his third coach in like four years. He's had as many coaches in his time in, in Carolina as the Steelers have had in the last 55 years in it's Pittsburgh. It's a mess. Complete mess. Yeah, the practice facility failed. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on in Carolina. That's why that's not an attractive job. It's at not an attractive all. job. I don't care how much money you're going to pay me. Which also makes you think. Wait, a, wait a minute. What's the deal with this quarterback? Well, you know? I think that you got to have mean, real reservations about him. Well, I I think, and I I mean, I was doing my uh, similar to looking for RJ's cup during the last year's combine. I told you, like, we played the clip of Josh McCown telling CJ Stroud, "Yeah, we'll play horse when you when you move to Charlotte." Right, and then all of a sudden. Bryce Young's the first pick. And I said, well, what, what just happened? And then all the stories came out that the owner wanted Bryce Young, so they went with Bryce Young. Right. The great, the greatest misstep in the history of uh Well, that's of probably Houston why, football. I mean, if you think about it, why Frank Reich didn't get the whole season. If Frank Reich the whole time is like, oh, we should have drafted C.J. Stroud, that's who we wanted anyway, then I can understand why you move on. But It'd be a horrible misstep if that's the case. But the whole thing, though, man, I get, the more we're sitting here talking about it, too, like you have, it, there should be the most patience in the NFL. There should be, but but people are not willing to be patient in this league. They're just not. The I think it goes from the owners and the fans and and you know because you see 
for every time you see Houston, right? Like what we're dealing with this year, it's it's a bad football team that hits on everything, and all of a sudden they go from irrelevancy to you know immense success. There are other owners, teams, GMs out there that say that should be us. And when it's not them, I think there's a real groundswell of well, let's move on and find the next guy. I mean, the Jets have done it, the Giants have done it. Look at the Giants. We've done from coaches every other year over the last decade plus. I understand that, yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I understand why there's a hesitancy sometimes for, let's let's take the Giants, for example, to go outside the building. And that was for a long time. Well, why did why did Dave get him and get the job? Well, he knows how we do business. Well, guess what? How you do business right now is not working. Clearly not. Like, right now, you're one of the worst teams in the NFL, so something has to change. So they go outside the building, and so far, outside of, you know... Want to call it a, a smear a smear campaign? Or, I don't know what I want to call. I don't it. know what it is. I think some of it has to be true. I don't know how much of it is true. Uh, there is some reason for concern because if Kafka leaves, and all of a sudden you're replacing all three coordinators, right? Which is almost unheard of, right? For for a coach that's actually keeping his job. But I mean, I think most Giants fans feel like they got the right GM and they got the right coach, right? It wouldn't last year he's the coach of the year and you win a road playoff game, right? But I just they I mean. You see some of these teams and how they do business, and they have success doing it. Like Pittsburgh with the coach, Green Bay with the quarterback. And like I would make the argument, like if you draft a kid that you think is going to be good and you feel confident in you know the people in charge, your coaching staff, to develop the kid, if it takes a couple years, it takes a couple years. As opposed to throwing them in and ruining them. I'd rather, I'd rather waste the first two years sure. of his rookie deal. I agree with you. And then have him jump it in year three and be great. I agree have with to you, pay him. but it's it's hard to do now. It's, I get it. It's because people want immediate. You, it's hard because you look at the CJ Strouds of the world. You look at the quarterbacks that jump into this league, and you're like, oh, this look how good he is. Look at Brock Purdy. Nobody knows who he is. Boom, you know, star. Like it happens very very quickly. So for all of the fan bases that are out there saying, yeah, be patient and wait, and you know, Sam Darnold, you throw him in there, look, you look like a deer in headlights. Same with Zach Wilson. Do I think they would have been good? I have no idea whether they would have been good. Well, I think it would have helped them. Favors, well, I don't, listen, I think some kids are ready and some kids aren't. Right. Like, I don't think that I don't think it was a great idea to put Zach Wilson week one as the starting quarterback. And Mike LaFleur out the door told you he wasn't ready. Like, it is a huge step. It's a huge step. You're running a team. You're commanding the ship. And you're doing it in, I mean, you have all the eyes on you. All the eyes on you. Yeah, listen, and if you go to the right, I mean, to the right team that already has the the appropriate pieces with the right head coach, like you can jump in like Brock Purdy's jumped in and have success. But there's a lot. I I say this to you all the time. Most of the teams that are drafting high in the draft aren't really well run sure. organizations. Of course, they're not. So you're going into into a bad spot, probably with a probably with a new coach. Sometimes a coach that's never been a head coach before, and the expectation is you're going to save the franchise. Good luck. I mean, right? Get to work, kid. Yeah, right. Yeah, like CJ Stroud, what he's doing at twenty-two years old is amazing. It's, it's, it. Yeah, but it's, it, this is, it's this unheard is not of the though. norm. No, this, this is, this is the outlier. But that's the, the problem is that there are certain GMs and coaches and and owners around the league that see this and think to themselves, okay, well, it's possible. And if it's possible, we're going to push for it. Problem is, this is a diamond in the rough. This is not the norm. No, it's not the norm. But I, I, I truly believe that when you get to this level, I don't care what the sport is, like. The talent is pretty comparable. It ends up being organization, coaching staff, how they develop you. As high, if you'll reach your full potential or not. Like, there's a reason why the Rangers always have good goalies. Because they have a great goalie coach. Right. They develop goalies the right way. They mm-hmm. know what to, they, they have an idea of what they want, and then they, the kids that they draft, they develop the right way, and they turn out to be really good goalies. There's a reason why you went from Lundquist to Shesterkin. Like, that's a, they do it well. Green Bay with quarterbacks, they do it well. They do it well. My God. So, I mean, it can be done, 
Now the question, I think, for the Giants is, with the sixth overall pick, do they have the ability to draft their guy? Because you said it yesterday, and you're 100% right. With all this stuff swirling around Brian Dable and a more than a step back this season, and I give him credit because the team didn't quit, but you don't draft the quarterback and we're rolling back with Daniel Jones in no, year three. Then you got pressure. Be lots then of pressure. you got big pressure. So the, the Giants could go one of two directions. And I've actually, I don't even seen these articles yet. Um, maybe they're going to move up to one. Like they they really like Caleb Williams, and there's some speculation. I don't know what you'd have to give to move up to one. I don't think it matters. I agree, but I'm just saying, like you would have to, boy, oh boy, like you you got If you don't hit on, if you move up to one from six and you don't hit on that, you are well, you can be gone anyway. Yeah. Huge step, but right. but the organization now becomes a big trouble. Forget about Dable. He's, I mean, for the Giants fan, irrelevant, right? It's the organization, and you take a big step back. Um, my point was yesterday, and I'll, I'll reiterate it today. In one hundred nine one nine three seven seven six is. If you're the Giants and you take the quarterback, there's a patience now, right? If you win six games and it's a slow build. And, and you, plus you already have Daniel Jones on the contract. Right. And you see him, uh, Williams or May, whoever it happens to be, play quarterback and he improves. And then that's fine, right? You don't need immediate gratification. If you don't take the quarterback and you take a receiver, offensive lineman, it doesn't matter who it is. Now you have to win. And I, I don't know if there's an edict of you have to get in, but you, you can't play meaningless football into December. It, it has to be no. meaningful football well into the season next year. No, and I think on top of it, what even I think ramps up the pressure a little bit more is what just happened to Dallas and Philly. Is that, you know, I think just the, the expectation from a lot of people is now that those teams have kind of, like Philly's in turmoil. Philly's in turmoil. I, Dallas is still a good football team. Dallas is a good football team. They've been a really good regular season football team, and who knows what happens with Mike McCarthy. But, I mean, I, I think people will expect that you continue to close the gap here. Right? I mean, that's it has to be the expectation. You say you continue to close the gap, but have you closed the gap? No. Yeah. <laughs> Try to close the gap? I mean, the, they were 9-7-1. and one. They didn't really close the gap. They were 6-11. You know, they didn't close the gap. And I, and I get it that they beat the Eagles in the last game of the season, but the Eagles are, like, hemorrhaging. So they got humiliated twice by the Cowboys. And as much as I laugh at Dallas, that was an embarrassment, not one but two times. So you say continue to close the gap. Has the gap closed at all? It doesn't feel like it. Okay. So you gotta you gotta close the gap. Maybe Philly is you know coming down year well, on you the just way beat up, Philly, right? And it feels like they're heading in the wrong direction. But Dallas is a team that's way more talented than the Giants right now. I would agree with that, but I think it also depends on what happens with with the head coach. I mean, you're gonna feel a lot different about about that if all of a sudden Bill Belichick is the head coach. If if Bill Belichick winds up as the head coach of Dallas, and and for the life of me, and I've been thinking about this, and the people are like, well, he's never won anything. It it, it it's insane. It is in without Brady, he can't win. Or Raymond saying, like, I don't know that I would want Belichick. Like, this is insanity. Or Rex Ryan the other day coming on saying, no, I wouldn't go after. Like, what are we talking about? Mike McCarthy was out coached to the nth degree. And so was Dan Quinn the other day. When was the last time you ever looked at Belichick and said, boy, he was out prepared and out coached in that game? Oh, Not out talented. No, you won't. Ever. No, you won't. I mean, that's in that's, I think, when you get into the playoffs, that's when you really see the importance of, of the coach. Right, like I mean, if you have if your team is just not talented enough, like you just don't have the talent, it's tough to take advantage of having a great coach. Just because you can't, it, I don't care what you scheme up. At the end of the day, it's about Belichick didn't have the horses to do. No, but it's about the season. guys in the field. It really is. But right. All of a sudden, now I have comparable talent. That's when you really see the importance of coaching. Who the better league. coaches? That's yeah. right. I mean, we've seen Bill Belichick win Super Bowls, maybe more than one, probably more than one, where he had the less talented football team. Look at the look at the Super Bowl win against the Rams. What he did in that Super Bowl. And and the idea, and I, I hate to get back to the Brady Belichick and who was more important, but this idea that, you know, Brady led them to that Super Bowl win. They'd scored twenty points and and thirteen of them were on offense. 
They had a pick six in that game. Yeah, I don't understand why we have to pick sides. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Because that's what, that's what people love. They love debate and they love choosing a side. Well, I get it. If, if I say LeBron and Michael right now, every phone line would light up for the rest of the show. Right. And that's what people love. They love that debate. Yeah, but why can't it be they needed each other? Like, in order for Brady to be the greatest of all time, he needed Bill. And for order, in order for Bill to be the greatest head coach of all time, he needed Tom. Uh, I'm not sure. They just mesh perfectly. I'm not sure. To get, a, to get a guy that was able to turn himself into what Tom Brady turned himself into and be willing to be coached as hard as he was coached was, was the perfect fit for Bill Belichick. It was the perfect fit for both, and for some reason people need to choose a side. All right, so we have Stump Rothenberg today. we got Stuff You Missed today. 1-800-919-3776. Stuff You Missed is, is actual, actually every day, which is a, a beautiful thing as well. Um, Harbaugh, it's weird. Harbaugh is meeting with teams but is still employed by Michigan. I find that to be. Well, he's still negotiating with Michigan. You're right. And, and did you hear what he wants? Yeah. He wants, like, if I get I would want trouble, that, too. It's not my, yeah. <laughs> how, about, how great would that be? Your, your next contract, if you get dumped, it's RJ's fault. Yes. That'd be nice. Well, I kind of already have that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you. That's, yeah, it's kind of provision. Maybe my <laughs> next contract. How do you feel about this, Raymond? I get dumped, you get fined. Does that work? He's not even listening, though. That's the problem. I could not be less interested in that in that <laughs> negotiation. <laughs> yeah. He's not interested in that. I said, did the Rangers make you feel a little bit better last night? No. You got attacked on the K-Show yesterday, too, by the way. For what? I don't. About your fandom. You're trolling, you're trolling all the Cowboys and Eagles fans. <laughs> all right. You have... I don't even know how many fans you have on the, that show. What? Like, how many... Like, Michael's not a fan. He's, like, devoutedly just a, just a journalist now. Don switches allegiances left and right. <laughs> He's wow. supposed to be a big-time Giants fan. I think he does like the Giants, but he grew up as a Devils fan, and now he roots for the Rangers. They were turned so off. Does that, does that? They were turned off by you. You know how much I care? <laughs> as, much uh, as, as much as Raymond cares about that less, negotiation. Less. <laughs> less. All right, so well, that's good to you, know. You heard me get attacked? I heard. Yeah, you heard it. You heard it? I did. Okay. And you did nothing. You just, what? You just I'm not going to call in. Uh, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> you want to call you? in? That'd uh, be nice. Have a little backup. I'll defend you if you want. Did, I'll did call you in next time. Did you feel like it was unfounded attack? Um... No, I don't think it wasn't fun. I think we kind of talked about it yesterday. Like how much joy you actually I, take. Great joy. I'll sing. I'll do it everywhere. I the, I woke up this morning like, oh, tired. Wednesday, eight degrees outside. Cowboys lost. <laughs> Eagles lost. Let's go. <laughs> Never more excited. 1-800-919-3776. I'll do it again. I'm scared of no one on 98. That your four leaf clover. It doesn't matter. Your team sucks. <laughs> I'm excited for this read. This is gonna be a, this is gonna be an all time great read. Dave Rothberg here to tell you about my friends at Bathfitter. They converted my kids' bathtub to a shower. Did an amazing job. Customized just as we wanted. My wife and I. Only one expert installer in the house. Process was it was so easy. There's no demo. There's no mess. And Bathfitter's a I've I've coined this phrase. I like it. A high quality permanent solution with a lifetime guarantee. Three plus million. It's a lot of people. Happy customers like me and my wife. And for a limited time, you get zero percent interest or save. 500 bucks on a complete Bathfitter system. So start designing your bath today like we did at bathfitterdesign.com. There's only one Bathfitter. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. You really introduced me to a new new way of looking at life. I'm sometimes. expanding your horizons. I think so. Yeah. Have I expanded yours at all, though? You have. You have. I realize now it's a it's pain of my existence. So that's it's it. not vain. So we've been doing this show for like seven years together. The one thing you've learned is no. it's, it's bane of my I, existence. Apparently I say stuck. You'll throw it in there every once in a so while. So that's gone. Okay, good. That's so I really helped your, clean up your grammar a little What's the plural of the mouse? Mouses? Mice. <laughs> Turns out it was mouses, though. This well, because you were talking about the, uh, yeah, yeah. Right, the computer. The and I said, rather than give this person the money, it's, I'm <laughs> going to go. give a skill. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my favorites. Santiago, that is, put that as... It, Star that is one of my favorites. Of really, all time. You, you love that, huh? No, because the way you were looking at me, I can remember the day. The way you were looking at me, like you were dying to finish that sentence. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. said, rather than give this person the money, it's I'm going to give go. a skill. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You teach a man to fish, right? Like that's what I thought. Eat for a lifetime. I, thought, I mean, that would be great. Imagine that. You meet someone, you, rather than give them ten bucks, fifteen bucks, you now teach them <laughs> the imagine, ways of life. Hey, if you imagine that though, you walk outside the studio. Yeah. And the person's like, can I get some money? I'm not going to give you money. No, but what I'll do is I'll teach you how to how to crochet. Punch you right in the face. <laughs> you think you get hit? Yes. Really? I told you I was in Toronto. I went into Tim Hortons and I came out and rather than give, he looked like, he was asking for whatever. I came out and I had food and he's like, I don't want food. I was like, oh, I thought you well, might What be, did he want? He want money. But money equate. I mean, you're spending. The, well, he didn't the, want to the spend the money, money on, on the food. The food. <laughs> I just thought he would want some food. He's like, no. I don't keep so he food. So he was annoyed at you? Yeah. Like, how dare you he offer said, me food? He said, why would you offer me food? I'm not asking for food. I don't food. want a cronut. Read the, cash. He's like, read the sign. It says money. It's like, it's as good as money. That's, no, it's not. So, so that's odd. Well, I'm just telling you. That's People are so, people are real interesting, aren't they? I could imagine. Let me teach you a skill. Let me teach you a skill. Right in the face. You think so? Yes. So I won't go with that line. No. 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 Teach you to crochet. Well, I'm not teaching you to do something that would benefit is, you. Who is going to get the yarn to crochet? 
And I, I said, know. rather than give this person the money, it's I'm going to go. skill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe you teach them how to bake. I can see Dave doing a coaching interview. <laughs> rather than teach him, uh, give him the money, we'll teach him a skill. That's, that would be nice. We're going to negotiate. We're going to give you a skill. Listen, money's not everything. It's not everything. I know it's not everything. A lot, a lot more important thing. Health, much more important. Oh, than money. much more important. Give me all your money. <laughs> RJ's coffee mug, very important. Yeah, but I'd like to replace that. I'd like to be done with this drama. Well, I'd you like can. To just, I've already. Had... I'd like to. I'd like to just tomorrow bring him in a new beautiful. No, coffee we get. Mug. Sh- I think uh, Sharp Hat's looking him up. Oh, is that right? Yeah. People are reaching out. I got. I got my weed expert reaching out. He wants Wait, to get what? A, my weed expert. No, Can not... we say that on air? You said it before. You have a weed dealer no, that you I didn't deal say with. Dealer. We had the. Remember, we had the weed question. And I said, I got, I got a guy. I'll ask. You know him. He's always, yeah, 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 Kev. Right. He he reached out. He wants to get RJ a, a Yeti with his name on it. Oh, uh, really? I said, I think he's already getting one. Beautiful. Yeah, totally, totally unnecessary. It's I, it's unnecessary, RJ, but it's nice. It's so much people, people want to do something you. for you. People adore you. It is nice, but it's it's again, it's not about that. Yeah, uh, Nick from Sharpat reached out. Said one's already on the way, which is which is very kind. So. Uh, no one else feel the need. I, I appreciate the sentiment, but it's really just about that one. I'll, I'll miss that one. I had a lot of memories and, and, with and it. it, and it stinks, and it's unfortunate, and you can be angry, but at some point you have to you have to move on. It's not like you know a child was taken. It was a it was a mug. Yeah, this is day six, and we're beginning to lose hope. After Rick's search, I think. No, but you feel violated though. Yeah, I, I get it. It was in his. It was in the. the I've, cluster, had, I've had a car stolen. Is the cluster of cubicles? That's very violating. I know. You're I'm right. being like you, yeah, we you had feel that too. Completely distraught. My situation was even worse, though, because I just got done. I was I wrote letters to everyone in Boston. I was in Chicago at the time. I wrote letters to all my family members, and they were in the car. We were going to mail them. Car got stolen. Letters, psh, gone. Really? Yep. So all these personal things all were gone. taken. Yeah. That's, tough. Yeah. I was at a doctor's office, walked out into the parking lot, and then you have that, like, well, I could have sworn I parked here. And I did, and it was gone. Did you leave the keys in it or something? They just no, broke it in. And, uh, yeah, I left the keys. Well, that's in what it. happened with, with us. A, with the sign that said, please, please steal the that's car. What happened. No. That's what happened to us. No, they were casing out the joint. Oh, no. And it wasn't even like a great car. I actually didn't know this. You've both had a car stolen. Yeah. Oh, boy. See? Wow. Well, you know what we got to do? We got to get back into the getting to know you game when football season cool. ends. We'll get back to that as a maybe a weekly segment. Or the feud, of course. I get depressed every time I look over and RJ's using those little... Coffee Those cups. little pathetic cups. Yeah. He's got two now. Yeah, I I need two to offset because I I. And water. it doesn't say it's hot. No, like no. it's all it's all different now. Yeah, I, and I walk around with it sometime like after the show when the rest of the office rolls in, in hopes that if the caper is among us, they just feel great shame. What if he has a stalker? Now, do you if you have a stalker, is there any pride that comes with that, or is it sheer stress? Well, I think and it panic? depends. I think it depends on who the stalker is. Like if you found out, RJ, that there was someone on on this floor works here, employed by Disney, that took it a little too far and was kind of watching you and you know noticing everything that was happening, and then stole your mug and was maybe like using it for for shower you know purposes or something like that. <laughs> would that kind of thing horrify you, or would you think to yourself, you know what, look at me now, I've made it, I'm a someone, I have someone that is stealing my stuff. It's a nice little feather in the cap, I think. Yeah. For for a minute. Now here's the problem, though. Because- Can that kind of thing go on a resume? I don't, think no, so. I don't know if you'd want to put that on the like, resume. Like, like employee ESPN, associate producer, producer, senior producer from like, you know, 2012 to 20, you know, to present. And then right under that, like stalked from, you know, <laughs> je- January of 24 to present. Like, well, I, I don't know how that works. Here's the problem. I think eventually the stalker resume timeline would have an end date because I think eventually I, I, I get taken. I think is what taken because, Taken away. Yeah, but because I'm here for like an hour by myself. Like yesterday, for example. Great example. 
You ever get scared on the floor when there's no one else here? Uh, no. Got scared <laughs> yesterday. Uh, Ron, the fire Who is chief, Ron? So he does yeah, that. You don't we, know. He's the fire guy. We had, yeah, a, okay. we, we had a fire drill yesterday. Didn't know about it. So I'm sitting at my desk. He pops up like <laughs> the guy from Mr. Deeds. <laughs> very sneaky. I'm very sneaky. I, I jumped. And he said, oh, hi, I'm just here for the fire drill. I'm guessing no one told you. I said, I found out now. Hi, Ron. Please, let me touch your feet. Really? <laughs> Great guy. Scared me. Scared you to death. Yes, absolutely. So do you want a stalker or no? Would you rather this was a rogue cleaning person that took it, thought it was dirty, old, threw it away, or you've got yourself a non-dangerous, non-threatening stalker? Non-threatening, I would take. Non-threatening, you'd take. Yeah. I, otherwise, I get taken. It's not good. You just come here one day. I'm not here. What happened? Who knows? You show up, RJ's not here. You panicked? Yeah, panicked. Because he, has he been here every single day every time. when you walk well, in? The only time I've ever seen him was the one time where he was running late. Oh, I got trapped on the train. And was... then I pretended like I was going to abduct him. Oh, he did. He beeped at me. I beeped at him. Yeah. That was awful. Why? He has all he had all tinted windows, too. Yeah, what, yeah. what kind of nefarious vehicle is this? Maybe that was your stalker. Maybe <laughs> maybe Rick is your stalker. He <laughs> yeah. took your coffee cup, and he, yeah. he's playing a whole game here. Yeah, I showered with it this morning. Genius. Shows you how smart I am, though. I did other things with it, too. That's great. What'd yeah. you do? Yeah. Use it as a receptacle. <laughs> Shows you how bright I am. A, a vehicle, all tinted windows, no one around, for something in the morning, beeps at me. I just wander over to it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what's going on over here? You walked right over to it, huh? He did. Yeah, at 5 I'm o'clock not, in the morning. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not let me get this Hi. Hi, it's me, RJ. I'm not thinking right. <laughs> You want my social security number? What do you need? Here's my that, wallet. That's a movie. I don't know if you feel like this. Every time I, I pop on the movie, Taken, the original, I, I have a very hard time turning it off. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's a really good really movie. Really good movie. Yeah. What movie did I just watch? I think I just watched the movie. Good luck. And it wasn't very good. I forget what it was. It wasn't good. Okay. I watched the movie after the one where the person sold body parts. I that was familiar freaky. with that one. It's called Fresh. Fresh, yeah. So they would cut the parts and sell them on the open market. Uh, he would sell, yeah. He would sell human meat, mm-hmm. yeah, for, for for money, yeah, yeah. No, but for like edible times or for like a Dahmer kind of thing. No, or? people would eat it, yeah. Eat eat it for like, I guess, yeah, they would eat it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, well, it wasn't a nice, it was a real creepy movie. Yeah, well, why'd you watch that? Yeah, because Cassie's dad said you should watch this movie, and didn't tell me what it was about. Ugh, that's creepy. Until all of a sudden, I guessed. I was like, he's probably going to start selling body parts, isn't he? It's like, yeah, isn't it great? No. Ugh, this is not great. That sounds terrible. I don't like this. Let, let's, go to, uh, oh, let's go to Ira in Staten Island. Hi, Ira. You're on 98.7. Hey, so I think it's just like somebody's stalking RJ. Yeah, we uh, think someone is on this, wait, on, in this building. We haven't confirmed that to be true, but that is the early leader in the clubhouse is somebody is stalking RJ, yes. Uh, that's a very disturbing way to start the day. But, uh, but you know, getting to the football stuff, and, you, you know, the, the coaches that are available. Um, I didn't do my research. You know, guys like Harbaugh and Belichick don't come around that often. I don't know what Carroll's story is. But in, in, I know you're talking about Dable. But I think today when, when coaches take over as a head coach of an NFL team, I think it's so difficult because I think it's, the game has become so complex compared to years ago. I remember when you had six, seven coaches at most on the staff. Now you've got 25 to 30 coaches. You've got an assistant for an assistant. There's so much analytics involved. you got a two- to three-year window to prove yourself. And I think that has a big part to why so many of these guys fail. And it's really hard. It's a lot easier to control five or six people and get your work done than when you have 25 to 30 coaches that you're in charge of. And I think that's a real big problem with why there's so many coaches that fail. It's constant. 
I mean, it's 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 more coaches fail than succeed in this league now. Right, but I think the I mean the other part of this article I'm not sure if we really got into it yesterday was it. it and again, I don't know if this is true or not. This is just I mean this is what was being reported yesterday by Pat Leonard was that all the work you know all the work and time spent during the week going over all the different you know game plans mm-hmm. how they were going like the all the analytic stuff. It sounds like the second he got on the sideline, just went right out the window. Right, like all the stuff we talked about was gone now, and he was just going to do. You know, reactionary things on the sideline with no how they said, but no guardrails. But the the thing that I find interesting is they competed, like and they and they were more competitive as the season went on. And it, I don't remember watching games thinking to myself, boy, they're like they're they're not prepared or they're not adjusting. Like I felt like all that was there. So as concerned as I am by reading the article, it's not like their play on the field. Well, the start of the season wasn't good. It was awful. All right. It was, I mean. So I don't know if you want to attribute that to just a really easy training camp and guys weren't ready. I think you certainly could. Okay. Well, that's one of the reasons why the players like him. And like I keep telling you, that shouldn't be. Of course it shouldn't be. The reason. That's a big problem. It could be one of the reasons, but that shouldn't be the reason. Hey, it's easy on us. It, I mean, that's. Like, that would be like us trying to take this show to a next level and we just keep someone around because it's just easy. They lets us do whatever right. we want. Sometimes you need to make the difficult decisions. Like, do you want to get better changes. or not? Right. But I get what Ari's saying. I mean, it is, it's difficult, man. I mean, you're the CEO. I, I, a lot of, it's funny because a lot of the head coaches that you talk to, and I don't care what the sport is, like I would say this to Torch all the time. It's like, what's the biggest difference when you become a head coach? He's like, the lack of coaching we get to do. It's like, I don't get to do as much coaching mm-hmm. as I, I did when I was an assistant. So they have all these, you have, you know, linebackers coaches, you have, that have, you know, are running meetings. Like, could you imagine trying, like, the amount of time they spend in that building? It'd be impossible for a head coach. Be breaking down the film, running these meetings. They can't do it. No, it's just too much. I mean, he- head coaches is not is not coaching. It's CEOing is what it is. Yeah, and then obviously working with your side of the ball, right? Right. Obviously, he's going to spend more time focused on the offense than the defense. But then, you know, I don't know. The whole thing is very, it's weird. It's upsetting. I've heard about this for a long time, that there was some consternation between the offense and the defense and the coaches. And uh, I mean, now it, it feels like we've come to a crossroads again with the Giants. Like year one, you couldn't have been more excited. Year two, probably couldn't have gone worse, and now you're kind of in that middle ground. Well, I think it could have got. I mean, it could have. Oh, it, it could have fallen uh, off the rails, right? right yes, it, it couldn't have gone. It could have gone worse. But I just, I mean, it's just, I think it happens a lot when you lose, right? Like all the, you know, all the things that are kind of bubbling under the surface will come to the surface because people are upset that you lost, and no one really wants to take the blame for why you lost. But I think the thing they have to do now is, I mean, Brian Dable has to find the right people. Right, like he has to make it pretty clear to them. Like I'm going to coach, I'm going to be hard on the coaches. If you're okay with that, then we'll be able to work together. If you're not, and at the same time, he also has to probably adjust. Like I'm not saying get rid of it, but maybe tone it down a little bit. I think he has to tone it down, right? Because there's the next year, assuming he's here, and I think he will be. There's not going to be any. Well, it was this guy's. It's all going to be on Brian Dable. Yeah, but you can't make it to the point where I listen. I'm all for being coached hard. I'm all for fiery. Like, yeah, give me the guy who's going to come in there, be passionate, flipping tables. I love that stuff. Love it. But it's got to be to our benefit, not to our detriment. Like, you can't be flying off the handle on the sidelines, you know, on the headset where you know Wink can't get plays in. Say, don't blow this one like you blew the the Jets game. <laughs> like, where now all of a sudden coaches can't do their jobs. It sounds like me. It sounds like you. Yeah. Like, you can't all of a sudden for no reason just take, like, you know, okay, I'm taking the play calling away, and I'm going to give it to the quarterback coach, and then I'm not going to explain to anyone what the hell is going on, then I'm going to take it, and then I'm going to give it back to you. Like, 
Come on, man. There's got to be better it's, communication. It's chaotic, and it's it, you can't win in this league. Like no, that. like I got to get as just like I'm trying to get the best out of my players. I got to get the best out of my coaches too. Absolutely, you do. Uh, ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza Five. We're giving away over ten thousand dollars in cash and prizes. All qualifiers get a twenty-five dollar Fanatics gift card and a chance to win uh, one of ten Superbox prizes. Get your box for the big game by listening to our show, the Martin Han Show, the Michael K Show. This year's big game. The payouts are as follows: five hundred dollars uh, quarters one and three, thousand dollars at halftime. Final score payout of two grand. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey. For full contest details, go to superboxbonanza.com. Com. Interesting tweet from Ricky the Chai Guy. This is maybe someone is slowly collecting DNA from each of you to create the ultimate horseman. DNA Ooh. from the four of you to create the most epic radio host ever. I suspect Tom Bauer. It could be Tom Bauer. You just got to go by Dave's uh, Dave's nightstand and there's better than me. Plenty of DNA right there. Is that funny? <laughs> no, really. Like, do you think you're like a comedian? You think you're funny? No, I just, I think it seems pretty. I mean, that would be a good place to start. That'd be great. I think that's where I would start. Is that right? If I was the stalker. Okay. Seeing you miserable makes me happy. He doesn't like you. That's fine. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I get that. I'm Maybe you that. know what he does? Is he just a hard pivots. Rather than fight it, he's going to go all in with it. You Maybe see, dress up as Dahmer on Halloween? Like that, no, the, like the whole, you the whole, act the glasses, like glasses, the whole thing? You want to see crazy. I'll show you crazy. Yeah? Like we walk in one day, like, what are you eating, rat? <laughs> RJ's finger. <laughs> well, yeah, what are you eating, Sheila? <laughs> like, right, like, wait, what? Oh, my goodness. I think RJ's okay, though. We'll protect him. I will say. Lewis in Connecticut may have a, uh, a different plan. Lewis, good morning. You're on 98.7. Hey, guys. Love you guys. So this is why I got this idea, right? Okay. We get RJ to get an extra cup besides the one that the uh, people are sending him, and we leave it out with a fake bottom and an air tag between the fake bottom, and we capture this stalker. I like it. I don't understand what this means. Well, so the air tag is you can connect it to his uh, phone okay. and he can track it. So we we put a we hide an air tag on it, right? And then if someone steals it, we'll be able to track them down. Oh, yeah, yeah, like a lowjack, yeah, uh, like a Yeti lowjack. <laughs> yeah, it's not a Yeti lowjack, but yeah, I mean it's essentially just a tracking device. I like it. I like that too. That's a good idea. We had a guy when I worked as the uh, janitor, so we kept drinking all our drinks. So what we did is we peed them. Really? Yeah, we just kept doing it. And he kept drinking them? He, he drank them. So this man was consuming your urine yeah. consistently. What were we supposed to do? Oh, God. It was, it, was a, it was the office fridge. We had all our drinks in there because we'd get thirsty. Right. Paid for them. Gone. The guy at night was drinking them. You know what? We'll show this guy. And he, how, it, like, at some point it didn't dawn on him that uh, he probably. was drinking at, at some point. urine? At some point. Well, it wasn't all. So you'd mix in, yeah, of course, like like, like a, a third, like, yeah. like like an Arnold Palmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, that's nice. No, it wasn't nice. I think back, it was probably yeah. not a great uh, thing. To Tommy do. Connecticut, hi Tommy, you're on ninety eight seven. Good morning, boys. Big Ranger win last night. Real Beautiful win. Back. Made Raymond feel all better from the Cowboys' loss on Sunday. Oh my God, I've watched the uh, the highlight of our Timmy's no luck pass to Trocha. How sick was that? Unbelievable. Yeah, it was sick. But. uh I didn't wasn't expecting the stalker topic to come up, but I, I do have a little tale to tell, and uh, it's it, I guess it can be flattering, but it's it's also terrifying. So I met a young lady, Uh-oh. and we hung out a couple of times at her condo. She had no idea where I lived, and then she shows up one night, completely unannounced. I was like, all right, what, what's going on here? And I, you know, basically turned her away. It was like I wasn't planning on seeing you. And then I was, I was at a Christmas party like a week later, 
and I had taken an Uber home. So I went back to get my car the, the following morning and every window was like written on with that, like chalk oh, marker boy. with the, uh, and I'm not, I'm not going to bring that to air what she had written on it. So I ended up calling the police just to say, Hey, what do I do here? And they were like, oh, blah, blah. And they were like, Oh, Oh, we, we know her. Oh, <laughs> she's a frequent flyer. <laughs> wow. Could you imagine that? No, no, couldn't. Maybe, no. maybe I don't want to stalk her. No, I don't think you need to stalk her. I think like, you're fine. There's something nice about it. No, I think. it isn't. There's like, a piece of niceness no. to have someone value you that much. That no. they, did you want, like, did you come and you show up in your car and there's stuff written on your windows? How about, like, love notes? No. Like, on each window. Like no, what do you need a love note for? You have your Sherry. No, no, I'm not saying now. I'm just saying, like, like you know, in the past. If you're like, oh, look at this. This is very, this is yeah, nice. Right. Until they like, just they randomly show up. Like, they leave Flora. She's, so she's clearly following you around. Right. That's not freaky at all? No, I like, think it you knowing it's someone's I think following there's you that, around? That, that line of demarcation of like, oh, this is great, <laughs> or oh, this has now yeah, gone, I don't too, know. gone too far. You've def- I'm sure you've had a stalker. Um, yeah, I used to have someone that, I'd, that would leave stuff on my car, but nothing crazy. With notes? Yeah. That's nice. But like not following me around. I don't think it was just in the parking lot. But I know I told you my billet. <laughs> she was crazy. That's crazy stuff. It was stuff. crazy. That's crazy stuff. Like, flip my bedroom, like my bed, flip my mattress they over. They were in love with you. It's wild. I, I, would you be shocked if Raymond had a stalker? Um, no. Well, look at him. Man's handsome. Very handsome. I could see that. Like, in, especially because he lives in the apartment building. Right. So they Fancy know where he's building. at. They know where he's at. Right. Right in Jersey. <laughs> right in Jersey. Right, Ray? Uh, I mean, just remember this conversation the next time you, you, you get angry when something's said. I said it's Jersey. <laughs> it's a state of like That's, nine million, Ray. You, you, you've been very specific. Uh, Say where Dave lives. Do it right now. I don't think he would. Do it right he now. Would, he won't do it. You no, got no sack. Do it right now. I, 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 no, I don't say it. Guy. I don't need to do it now, but he's going to do it. I can. Oh, no, he's going to do it. I'll give your address. I'll give you uh, your apartment number, your address, and everything. Just stop it. All right, don't let him okay, get I, in between I, I, us. I can literally do the same to you. I can I don't literally live in an do the same. <laughs> that makes it that much easier. Great. They only have to go how to about, one door. How about how about this? <laughs> let's let's avoid giving each other's address out on the air, please, and don't let him bait you. You see what he's doing. Right, you're falling for the bait. I, but, but I haven't taken the bait. I'm just telling you. It's there. Well, I'm not giving any information, and neither should you. We should break. We'll come back. We'll get to your calls. 1-800-919-3776. Um, lot to do in the NFL. Knicks, it's an important game for the Knicks tonight. We will dissect all of it. Hour 2 coming up next, 98.7 ESPN. It's always me. It's always me. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. Call or click Granger.com or just stop on by and say... That's right. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Let's go with the segment that we have uh, defined as... He knows sports. What if we made you like an ice crew member for the Islanders? An ice cream vendor? And he's very humble. Your mother. So now it's time to see if you can stump Rothenberg. So I love paying attention. They got silver. Who is silver? All right, here we go. You like this sweatshirt I'm wearing today? I do. See how this has got the connected uh, little... Look at this. Well, it's... 
Yeah, so you can bring it up and, I mean, it protects you from COVID, from the cold, from all those things. It's nice, right? That is nice. Yeah. yeah. Is that a new sweatshirt? No. It's but not new. That's got to be very warm. Uh, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is the outdoor coaching sweat, sweatshirt. Very nice. Nice, right? Uh, here we go. 1-800-919-3776. Legal ID, six minutes away. Stump Rothenberg, right now. Andy, Merrick, Andy, good morning. Good morning, guys. Let's get right to it, Let's David. Let's get right to it, a, Andy. I got a next question for you. January 17th, today, is the 30-year anniversary of Patrick Ewing becoming the first Nick to attain 15,000 points. He, of course, went on to have 22,000-plus the Nick leader. However, Uh-oh. he is only number five in scoring per game. Can you tell me? Who is number one in points per game average with that organization? Bob McAdoo has to be up there. Bernard King. Rick saying mellow. Okay, you just hit the top three, so let's get an answer. Andy, do me a favor, too. When you send me emails, could you not send pictures of yourself, please? I don't need to open those. I don't need to see that face. Oh, baby. How about how about Brunson? Brunson's no. number four. He just gave you. He said you already named the top three, you wagon. Well, I thought he said he wanted four. <laughs> oh, no. He said who's the number one, I thought. Oh, what, what did you want specifically? I want number one. McAdoo, I think, is one. Well, you got to say it right. McAdoo, 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 McAdoo. McAdoo, yep. McAdoo. <laughs> That's right. Bob McAdoo. <laughs> this... This show has got real problems. Uh, so we got it right. Give me the ding, and there we go. All right, we'll go right down, right down the line here. Macadoo, macadoo, macadoo. How how is that so funny for you? Hey, you should be institutionalized. Like you're lucky you're in a profession now where like this is this is great considered a, yes. cute. Yes. Who's on the dribble that falls down the court? Macadoo, macadoo. Like, this is encouraged. Like, Let's, Dave, you're doing a great job. Yeah, keep being as bizarre <laughs> yes. as you happen to be, and, and the show will continue love to, the show. to flourish. Is the show doing well? Yeah, it's You think I'm a, at least a portion of why the show no, I think does you're a hu- No, I think you're a huge portion. Okay. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's something So maybe instead of stifling my creativity, <laughs> you should help Stifling flourish. it? Flourish. Like, pat me on the bottom. Oh, my God. Send me away. Yeah, but this is like this is like between the white lines on Sundays in the NFL. Like if they sent those people out to do, oh, act this way in, in normal life. Like at a bar, you just tackle somebody. You can't do it. But here, like between the the hours of six and ten, elite what you do. We send you out into the world. You act like this, probably institutionalized. Right. No, that's nice. <laughs> I think I've actually gotten you out of your shell. I was never in a shell. Yeah, you were boring. This is like the new you. Okay. You're let's, flourishing. This uh, is. I like, am. I think. I, no, no. You've never been this good. I never. think we are flourishing. But you've never been this good. But have, yeah, have you? I, I, no, never. Okay. I don't think anyone has, and rightfully so, gotten more praise for his performance over the last, I don't know, X amount of time than Dave. And he deserves it. High-level executives, big fans. Huge fans. Well, that's nice. Noah Bergen, Noah Stump Rothenberg. Oh, good morning, Dave. Good morning. Hope you guys, hope you guys are keeping warm. We're actually cuddled uh, up right uh, now in the studio. It's, it's freezing cold out there, Noah. Uh, it sure is. Um, well, here's my uh, Giants question for the okay. week. I would like to know who is the only New York Giants non-wide receiver oh God. to have a thousand yards receiving in the season. Non-wide receiver. Saquon's at a thousand. He had thousand thousand. So I'm thinking Bavar, but I don't think Bavar ever went. 
over a thousand. He was like at nine something. Would you consider tight end receiver, by the way, Noah, just for this conversation? Is, is, is a tight end a receiver? I mean, I, technically, I guess the tight end is a receiver, yeah. Uh, a tight end is not a wide receiver. Not a wide receiver. It, Does a tight end get paid like a wide receiver? End. It's his own separate category, Dave. Right, stop yelling at me. There you um, go. So you think it's Saquon, huh? Well, Saquon had the dead 2,000 yards. So he went thousand thousand. Who else could it? Who else could it possibly be? Um, I'm actually kind of disappointed in you. Really? Why? Well, you know it? No, because one. I, I, I'm in fairness. I went to confirm, but like one name came to mind immediately, and, R, and RJ and RJ can confirm. I said the name aloud, and I just went to confirm, and yeah, it's it's there. It's it could be Tiki. You make it sound so easy, like it's Saquon. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. I'm just I'm here to I'm here to help a little right. bit. I'm not here to give you answers. Um. I mean, Frank Gifford. This is one season, 1,000 yards. That's all he wants. So Cruz is the most, but obviously he was a receiver. That wasn't my question last week. Mm -hmm. Mm. How far down the list are we going to go here? Because Homer Jones, but he was a receiver. Yeah, I th- I think it. See, Bavaro either had like nine hundred ninety nine yards in a season or a thousand and one. I always forget which one, but I don't think it's Saquon. I I would think Tiki or Bavaro. My first instinct was Bavaro, and I will I will go back there. Mark Bavaro. See, you tried to sabotage. Nineteen eighty six, a thousand and one yards. Thousand and one yards. See, you tried to sabotage it. I wasn't trying to sabotage you, you immediately. Like I Saquon, it took no. a long time for you to get there, though. You know what, I'm, Ray, Raymond? Raymond no, you relax, that's not fair. okay? Come on, relax, please. It took thought. I, he's giving me, you know, misinformation. <laughs> it wasn't intended to be misinformation. Uh, you're listening to DNR 98.7 ESPN WEPN FM in New York. You are the Giants. It should have come to you immediately. I, you know what, Ray? I don't think what you're doing is very fair right now, to be honest. I think you need to give me a little bit of leeway and let me think things through and not just Tiki have... was never really close to 1,000 receiving. Really? How what was the, what was was the most Barkley ever did? Uh, Barkley was almost there. I think he was just over 700. All right. So that's, is that close to 1,000? Not really. No. So, I mean, that's, that's a, a big deal. It was a bad suggestion. Uh, Perry, Jersey City. This is apparently going to be a tough one. Have at it, Perry. Hey, good morning, Dave. Good morning. Can you name... Can you name the NBA player who holds the record for most regular season games played in one season? So this is going to be someone that was traded mid-year and played like 83 or 84 games. That is correct. Yeah. Um, There was someone that just had that in the NFL. Did you see that? Somebody played 18 games? Yeah. This this year, I think. Um... So it's probably going to be... He must have been traded. He's going to make up that game, and it's going to be 83. Um, 88. 88? Yeah, crazy, huh? I'm thinking Vince Carter or Walt Bellamy. Those are my two thoughts. I don't know. 
So it's not something. That would, there's no way this happened in the in Vince Carter because there's no way this happened in like the the 2000s and 90s, and it wasn't a huge topic of discussion. This is going to have to be something that was before everything was covered to this extent. Kevin Porter. Well, Bill, well, Bill I don't know. I'll be impressed if you get this. This like, has got to be in the 50s or 60s. It has to be. Dave Bing. No, you just named Le- the names. Leonard Williams was the NFL guy. Leonard yes. Williams this year, right. Um, Job Raymond. I'm going to say with a not a ton of confidence. I can't believe 88. That's wild. Walt Bellamy. And there you go. In, in the famous trade for Dave DeBusher. Oh, how about that? Little little local Knicks tie. That's a big time answer by you. Thank you. Um, we have a three parter. If I go three parter, will you help me? Uh, I'll try. It. RJ, is this a good three part question from Colby? I think you'll enjoy it. You do? Okay. All right. Uh, I'd like all of us to participate. We're three and zero. Colby Asbury Park. Good morning, Colby. Good morning. I think it's a very doable three parter. By the okay. way, so I don't. I'm I'm expecting you to get this one right. All right. We'll see. Um. So. On Saturday, DJ mm-hmm. Stroud joined a very exclusive club of rookie quarterbacks to win a playoff game. Prior to CJ Stroud, I want you to name three out of the last four rookie quarterbacks to win a playoff game. Just to win a playoff game? Just yes. So prior to CJ Stroud, the last four rookie quarterbacks to do so, I want you to name just three of them. Sanchez. That's one. Flacco. You got to go more recent. Purdy. Yep. And there's one more that's more recent than Flacco. Correct. Uh, so you, you got Sanchez and Purdy, and there's two more that are more recent than Flacco. Rookie quarterbacks. So Roethlisberger did, but he's going to predate that. So we're thinking somewhere between 09 and 22. Uh, Sean King, but he's going to predate that. Um, it's obviously very obvious. Did Russell Wilson win a... Uh, Playoff game as a rookie? So we have two of the three right now? We got two. We need two more. We need four? You just need one more. I just want three out of the four. Three out of the four. Because one's one's pretty obvious. The other is not. I'll I'll go Russell Wilson. Ding, ding, ding. There you go. Mr. Unlimited. The fourth one is TJ Yates. From North Carolina, but that would have taken a very long time. From North Carolina. That's where I went to college. I get it. University of North Carolina. What do you want to do? Listen, you're you're a genius. genius. I won't put it away. Keep it out. Let's go to uh, John in LA. John, you're on Stump Rothenberg. So we're undefeated right now. Hello? Hello. 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 John, you, you with us? Yeah, I'm right here, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right, what do you got? Good morning. 
All right, here it is. Uh, who is the only player to face uh, to play against the seventy-two and ten Bulls and the seventy-three and nine Golden State Warriors? Oh, I've heard this and now I don't remember. Ask it again. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't really listening. He played against the two best regular season teams in history: the seventy-two and ten Bulls yeah. and the seventy-three and nine Warriors. Um, I've heard it too, and now I don't remember. And by the way, guys, you guys are doing a great show. Today or every day? Every day, man. Come on. It's not even a question. Thank you. Um, I think it's a big player, too, isn't it? I don't know. It's like Vince Carter. Vince Carter should be an answer for something today. Might be Garnett. Not Garnett. Yeah, I think he did. He must have. When they won 73 games? Yeah. No. Mm. Garnett hasn't been retired for that long. I don't know about that. All right. That's, I mean, 73 games, that's that's years ago now. Uh, but listen, you go with Garnett if you want. I don't know that I want to. And if you're. Well, that, don't look at me. This is not my segment. RJ, what do you think about Garnett? In this, do you know the answer or no? I do not know the answer. So what do you do? You so so weigh in on the Garnett debate right now. I know you're not asking me. I think Garnett's a, a, a good, in play or out of play. I think he's in play. In play. I think he's in. So play. you think he's in play? I trust Raymond. All right, I'm I'm gonna go Garnett, but I don't I don't know if he's in play or not. All right, final answer. Sure. KG, baby. Where'd it go? How about that? That was good. Congratulations. That was well done. I'll get this one wrong. He played a long time. He was played for 20 years. Oh, my goodness. And he came up from high school, remember? He played from 19 years old to 39. Yeah. Uh, Went to Farragut Academy in Chicago after going to Eau Claire High School in South Carolina. That was where things originated. Sometimes you know too much. That's like you're like on the on the verge of being kind of creepy, like stalkerish. Yeah, really. Like maybe you stole RJ's mug. RJ, any chance I stole your Yeti? I don't, but I do think there's a chance you just eliminated like I don't know Ben's ages three through five childhood memories that you have to fit all this other stuff in there. That's not very nice. No, but that's what happens. Like in most like uh, like us, for example, you, me, Raymond. Like we'll get rid of some of the stuff like that to to add like. Antonio's crawling, like all the fun but things I that Antonio's. Those, I have all those. No, things. you don't. What do you mean I don't? No, those like you put those together with with the Giants memories. Like your your family memories are only spurred on by Giants memories. Well, some of the things I remember via the Giants game. Yeah, right. The other <laughs> stuff gone. First birthday, the Giants were playing. <laughs> yes. Giants were playing the Eagles. Well, I remember when they won the Super Bowl. I don't think this is crazy though. They they beat the uh, so Ben's a little baby, right? Ben was there. Well, he was alive. We're in North Carolina. Giants win. And I was like, I got to go get him. And she was like, what do you mean? you do. Pick him up out of his... She's like, what do you mean go get him? I was like, he needs to witness this. She's like, he's... They won in what? I mean, he was a year old. I was like, I got to go get him so he can witness this. She's like, no, what's the matter with him? It was a celebration. Yeah. And I went and I grabbed him out of his crib and brought him in front of the TV. And he watched the final kneel down. It was glorious. You should have videoed it. It is videoed. Oh, you have a video. That's when I danced naked after they won. Oh. And we haven't seen that video yet. No, right. That's not great. I sang uh, We Are the Champions with the naked uh, 
So any chance, any chance you want to do that instead of be on the billboard? No, I'd rather be on the billboard. Okay. Uh, let's go. I'm going to need your help here because we're undefeated. It's NHL. This is your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's more yours than mine. Chris well, and Beth Page. Chris, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, guys, bear with me. I'm calling you from the subway, so uh, hopefully uh, you can it hear sounds, me. It sounds um, better than some of our guests. Good job. Yeah, I'm, I'm in Grand Central right now. Um, okay, so three franchises have made it to the Stanley Cup Finals mm-hmm. multiple times without winning the Cup. Who are they? So they've never won the Cup? Or they just never didn't won win? the Cup. Never, never won the Cup, but made it to the Finals multiple times. Three franchises. Panthers have. Right, Panthers. 95 and then last year, right? Yep, Panthers is one. May I? (laughs) You may. I'm sorry. Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. That's two. The Sharks have made two finals or no? What about the Canucks? The Canucks, 94, and then to the Bruins. There you go, Canucks, three. Canucks. There you go. You got them, guys. Yeah, got two kids. Rick Duke it. We got him. RJ, you're funny. M- may I? Was that painful for you? He wasn't in the crease, RJ. Stop it with that. Uh, he absolutely was. Stop. Yes, he absolutely Stop. was. The, the whole crease. season was the crease Stop. season. It's poor, it's poor enforcement of a bad rule. We it's a long time ago. Terrible. I think I got your number. Yeah, it's a long time. Gloria. <laughs> yeah, it's been 25 years. That's what happens when you stink. You hang on to members. Yeah, but like your that. Corsi ratings are so high. We stay. And you guys are, are <laughs> trending in the right direction now, right? You got great no, Corsi ratings. What do you mean? You, you won get, a game the other night. David, Why shut up? A game. <laughs> Dave and I were talking the other day. He goes, you're almost as good as a Canadian. To go, yeah, great. Thanks, yeah. Dave. <laughs> you're, you're, they're right there. Like neck and neck with those yeah, like Canadians. They, do what the Canadians do. Or did. Pull these, me up. I'm coaching mites. Pull me right up to the NHL. <laughs> these are bad you want guy to? comments. I'm, I'm in. Yeah, why do they take St. Louis and put him in this role and you can't get a job? Well, I don't. I don't. I'm not really actively looking for a job. Ask, ask Marty. Ask Marty. Uh, I think Marty was interested in being a coach at some point. Yeah. Was right. Marty like coaching like pee wee hockey? Yeah, he, he was, was coaching my my friends. Uh, yeah, he was coaching kids his kids in Connecticut. Oh, well, he also has a relationship too with the the GM and um, and he hasn't done terribly Montreal. there. No, he's done a good job. Uh, what do you, RJ? Want take one more? Go to the five pack. What do you want to do? I have a question. Oh yeah, Rick he has, has a, question. a question. I always forget. Rick's, oh yeah, Rick has I a always forget. I'm gonna stump you with this one. Probably. I'd be impressed if you get this one right. Okay. All right, this is topical. We were just talking about the. Uh, Your questions are always topical. Tell me the tell me the running back mm-hmm. that has the most receiving yards in a season. Hmm. Hmm. So Roger Craig jumps off the page quickly. This is a good question. Um. So we're probably thinking in like twelve hundred yard range. I will say a little less than that. Okay. So Roger Craig has done it numerous times. You're gonna have to go back a little bit. How far back are we go? It's eh, It's back. Not like it to be. Now Marshall Falk's gotta be up there. Falk is up there, but he's not number one. Are we going back into like is this a giant? No. Not a giant. Mm-mm. Did he ever play? Do you not? Did he? I mean, we're talking fifties here. We could be talking fifties. So if you're thinking Del Schaffner, he did play for the Giants, and and he, but I thought he was considered a receiver. He was not considered. He was considered a running back. Really? So I'm going to go Del Schaffner. Finally, that's correct. Yeah, played. With, it was the part of the famous tandem with Y.A. Tittle. 
So he Giants. had he had almost 1,100 yards receiving in 12 games. That's pretty impressive. Real impressive. 100 yards receiving at the running back slot. So Falk was two. Uh-huh. Uh, he went for 1,048. Um... Lionel James went for 1,027, Craig 1,016, Christian McCaffrey uh, 1,005. Okay. Yeah. So they were, so you didn't think I was going to get it? Uh, I did not know. But there was a Giants tie to that. But that's really it. solid work yeah. by you. Del Schaffner. Right into the tittles. <laughs> uh, hello. Uh, why, why, yeah, why? What? What do you mean? What? What do you mean? See, I, this is why I'm a professional. And, and Gross I'm is sure, not. I'm sure the guys in there decided, no, thinking, no. boy, what professionalism, professionalism Rick is showing right at this moment. Well, I he think, finds a way. Thank he, you. He, Rick, Rick. I wanna, you know what? He skirts, it's, you're he pathetic. Skirts it. He skirts it. Well, I no. want to hear how you're going to defend what he just did. Because Rick finds a way to make it legal. That's that's where that's why he 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 puts us in a precarious situation. Did he get dumped? No. You could have at least said. How would YA. I get dumped? You could have at least said why. Well, why would I get dumped? It's the man's name. <laughs> there is right. an art to it. Thanks. Okay, so it's a skill uh-huh. that I have that Grasso does not. I'll give you this banana right here. You tell me what YA stood for. <sighs> I can't tell you. Yelberton Abraham. Why would I know that? I know. You know what's in there? Oh. That's Milo walking. Great. For the first time. So you think you think my, my brain has no knowledge of Ben taking <laughs> that's my his first wedding, steps. That's my wedding day. I remember the wedding day like that. Like, you asked me a question about my wedding day. Um, How many guests? How many guests? 137. What was the main course? Uh, who the hell knows? <laughs> Did you also just try to barter him with a banana he <laughs> yes, bought for you? That I bought for him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you this banana back to yourself yes. if you can answer this trivia question. I'm going to re-gift the banana that you bought me. That's right. Because it looks that good, so I can so I can let people know how smart I am. What else do you want to know about my wedding? Nothing. I wish I was invited to your wedding. I, you didn't know who I was. Well, no, I'm saying I wish I could go back. It was fun. Maybe we maybe we uh, maybe I renew your vows for when your uh, 20th anniversary in May. That would be nice. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, baby. A little vow renewal. Nice little party. That would Hello. be nice. A dinner. You won't do it. I would consider You're it. You're scared. You're scared. Why, why, You're scared. why am I? Why would I be scared? You don't know, because that's not the kind of fun you could handle. Oh, it's I too could, much fun. I can handle fun. All right. We do it on non, football Sunday, <laughs> make everybody comfortable, and not put anyone in jeopardy of anything. All right, RJ, what's your five pack looking like? You've seen his his work on display too. You have a. He, he was he. Uh, sincerely, he did a very nice job at your wedding. I think you can trust him. Let's start planning this. Twentieth anniversary. Would you party. go? Yeah, if I were old, twentieth anniversary, absolutely. Raymond, what? would you go? You're going to have Knicks or Rangers that night. You're not going to go. Listen, if, it, if it's not on, it's in consideration. Okay. <laughs> it's a, only in consideration. Great. He'd consider it if he doesn't have something he has to he do. He doesn't care for I'm him. kind of underselling it. I, I would go. Come okay. on. Don't, don't be a bad guy. Now, how would that work? Would, would I would I receive presents or how? Is, no. No. What would you receive presents for? Because it's a, we're, we're renewing right, our vows. It's not, a, it's not for presents. Maybe like half half the presents. Like if you're Are you going to are you going to make her reread the uh, the whole taking you in the Giants Glory and she didn't read that. That was what was presented to her by the rabbi. I'm you, sorry. That's what she was forced to. Do you even take him on football? Like Sunday. a hostage? Yeah. No, not a hostage. It's a hostage. She maybe, willingly chose it. Maybe we just create like a. We would put you up on like a like a dais, and we just reflect on 20 years. Like somebody. And maybe you throw like bad fruits at me. No, somebody could ask you. <laughs> <laughs> like open it up for a Q and A. A Q and A? Yeah, with the you know with the twenty years of Ben. No, we tried that. Would, would we you did say that? Sure, he had a segment. It was too depressing. Twenty, 20 years in, would you say it's mission accomplished? I, I think she's the best thing that's ever happened to me, and I stand by that. I think that's true. Yeah, oh, it's clearly uh, true. Or, or, or do we anal- or do we have somebody come in and analyze the film and say well, he looked like a slappy, didn't he? You know, something something to that effect. 
We have such a great relationship. <laughs> it's, it's not a healthy place. It's, it's so functional and healthy. It's, it's remarkable, really. Healthy. Let's put functional. you on a desk so you can throw fruits at me. <laughs> oh, Ray would call you a slappy. Uh, you, got, you got your five back there? I do. You ready? Yeah. Wes Welker. Texas Tech. Well done. Bang! Brandon Roy. See, you, you confuse me when you skip from sport to sport. I'm sorry. Degenerative knee issue, Brandon Roy. Yeah, I like Brandon Roy's <laughs> yeah. game. Why, why are you laughing? <laughs> You're an idiot. Uh, Washington, University of. Now, let me ask you this. Would mm-hmm. you like that I stick with one sport and then switch? I don't switch? care. It just, it just throws me for a second. DeMarco Murray. Raymond, you should know that he went to Oklahoma, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Andre Miller. Under- University of Utah. Very- Led them to the Final Four yeah. after Keith Van Horn graduated. Very underrated point guard. I thought so. Finally, Lawrence Maroney. The running back from the University of Minnesota. Yeah, Patriot. Maroney. Glad to be him. Do you see what just happened? That was impressive. Did, I, I am too smart. It just happened. I am right in front smart. of you. Perfection. You just, you just saw yeah, I witnessed it. the greatness. I'm a witness. I love it. I mean, that was, that was, it doesn't get better than that. No, it does not. I get Del Schaffner. That was a good one. He had the one, they had the one that took a minute, but besides that. But you're not complaining about that. No. Why would I complain about that? I don't think you can. Spot on. By the way, our boss is stuck on the on a frozen train right now. Well, you know why, though, right? Why he's why? stuck? And I believe this. No, I'm telling you, I believe it. Karma? It might sound, yeah, it might sound crazy. I believe it. You think so? Yeah, well, he mocked us yesterday. Mm. Mocked us. Frozen switches. Right. So well, he, yesterday, he's like, this yeah, weather's not that yeah, bad. It's not this that bad. no big deal. Yeah, look it's, at me. I'm yeah. here. I'm always here. Right. Look at me. And now he's stuck on the train. See? It's karma. It's biting him right in the bottom. Right in the bottom. Right in the bottom. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN New York app. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.